3: And Welcome to
4: WCW Retro I'm the host of the evening Papa Stro, the Meister of wrestling And this is the place to be, folks We talk about past, present, future professional wrestling But so much more You never know who's going to call in tap the, phone, the Wild Wild West of Podcast Right here on WCW Retro On the VOCNation.com network And I uh, hope you guys are enjoying All our great VOCNation.com programming Right here on VOCNation Uh and thank you for your support as well, and support all our great podcasts we got here on VOC Nation. And tonight, it's going to be a special night. Uh, we have a special guest, uh, Pitbull Joey CC, managed by Chaz Moretti. I'm looking forward to uh, interviewing him and see what he's been up to. And of course, uh, we'll talk to the callers later on and talk wrestling right here on WCW Retro. And uh, please support us on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOCNation. Get your favorite VUC Nation T-shirt, including WCW Retro, one of yours truly, Four Faces of Stroh, and uh, much appreciated. Uh, but ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOCNation, come support us. Uh, my official website, thestro.com. Uh my merchandise for all ages, including pets, the stro.com slash merchandise. Get your favorite publisher merch today. And represent Team Stro worldwide as well. Um, shout outs to Masters of Ring Entertainment, Masters of Fishing with Special Friends at FishingwithSpecialFriends.com. Innovative Hybrid Wrestling out of the Maritimes in Canada. Uh, find out what they're up there under Facebook. Facebook.com slash IHW Wrestling. Uh, College our Island Club, which will be returning back with the reunion in September. And for more information on that, go to their website, collegefriar for more info. And uh, also, um, before we uh, go to the commercial break and come back and have our interview with Pitbull, Joey Cece, and Chaz Moretti, uh would like to, uh, at this time, uh give a remember the late Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Uh he meant a, a lot to us in the wrestling business. Um a, a true legend in his own right. Um and uh one um, <clears throat> we will never forget, for sure. Um I know he's helped me out tremendously in my career and many of us in the wrestling industry and uh, a, a true inspiration to us all. And uh, we'll never forget you, Mr. Wonderful Paul Wendorf. So with that, uh, let's uh, let's give a 10-bell salute to the late Mr. Wonderful Paul Lundorf And uh, we'll take a commercial break and come back with Pitbull, Joey CC, and Chaz Morini.
1: this is a total package, Lex Luger, you're
2: listening to the VOC Nation, don't miss out.
1: Check out In The Room, every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stroh Maestro, Kazzy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know, are there too, right, wait? We sure are, and we've got great guests, like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party.
0: on vocnation.com or listen to the podcast by searching voc nation radio network on your favorite podcast app
1: each and every thursday night check it out wcw star stro
6: maestro takes you on a journey it's wcw retro
1: talking old school match of the week talking dream matches taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting entertaining and and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio
2: Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stag of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, nah, can you get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you the worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
4: Welcome back to WCW Retro. Papa Stro here. Uh, great to have you guys with us here tonight. Uh, special night tonight. Uh, we're going to be interviewing Tip Bull, Joy Sisi, shortly, along with uh, Chaz Moretti. Looking forward to that as well. Um, just a reminder, tomorrow night, a uh, horror sci-fi show, The Stro Zone, at midnight Eastern Standard Time, on my Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash maestro. Uh, the feature will be Daughter of Horror, so please tune in tomorrow night, midnight, to Zone. and uh, love to have you. So let's get right to it. Uh, without further ado, here they are, the guests for the evening, Pitbull Joey Cece along with Jaz Reddy. Welcome, gentlemen. How you doing? It's uh, always on.
7: a pleasure to be with you, Stro. How are you?
4: Oh, great. Great to have you guys. Uh,
7: A pleasure. Wow, we're happy to be here. I don't know where where it is up in Joey's neck of the woods, but uh, down here I'm practically drowning with all this frickin' rain we've been having over the last couple weeks.
4: Oh, wow, my goodness. How's it going, Joey?
1: (laughs) It's going okay. It's going okay. uh, Awesome. got a road trip and... uh, Thank God, I'm uh, not on the road
5: anymore.
7: Right, <laughs> <That a
4: boy.
5: laughs>
7: right. Now, Stro, you got to realize oh, yeah. that that Joey is probably the best kept the best kept secret in pro wrestling. I mean, the guy oh, has been I around see. twenty plus years. He's actively serving in our military with the Illinois National Guard. He's just oh, been named you the Italian. Thank you, Joey. He's you
8: just been support, named my. the
7: Italian. Oh, absolutely, guys. I'm sorry. But he's just been named the Italian-American Heritage Heavyweight Wrestling Champion by the Federation of Italian-American Social Clubs and the National Italian-American Sports Hall of Fame. That's a title that awesome. uh, that we as Italian-Americans hold very uh, very dear to us because it's the first time they've ever done that. And as a result, um, a week from tomorrow, I will be taking Joey down to Ripley, Tennessee to challenge Greg Anthony for the Pro Wrestling Mid-South Unified title. And that's a title that we're definitely going to take home. Absolutely.
4: You guys have have been really busy. Um, How did the interview with uh, Pro Wrestling Interviews go uh, Sunday night, by the way?
7: no so it went it went fine I'll, I'll let Joey tell you more about it but you know the interview that we're looking <laughs> most forward to is obviously w c w retro
1: absolutely it you know what sunday it was it was very nice uh it was very nice to be on that show but i was looking um i was looking very forward to uh, being on this one
4: uh, well let's uh Let's start from the beginning uh Joey. um, I mean what fires you to being this this uh this outrageous business that we're in called pro wrestling
1: <laughs> outrageous business is an understatement uh you know
5: what That's right
1: i grew up I grew up walking uh you know like like so many people did, you know I was the only one in my house uh that actually uh got into pro wrestling. Uh, you know, it's fabulous. I took it when it was cable, you know. I flipped panel to panel. You could watch AWA, uh Bit South, uh NWA, WCW, uh, and of course the old days WWF. Um all day long I would monopolize and uh <laughs> like to my baby grin you know but uh, I grew up with a band, you know? and a fan being an amateur wrestler uh, played football so I, I came from a family that was very into uh, entertainment I was acting and producing uh, and my dad back in the day scored a uh, Fast uh This group was on billboards, board, charts, uh, you name it, they bank with them back in the 50s. Uh, but we were also very into athletics. So, you know, in the back of my mind as a kid, I always sat there and, oh, it's going to break. You know, I'm watching these guys, at the TV. I see how they to do that. And uh, it's just never seemed possible, you know. I I didn't know where to go for it, but then I went into, uh, I originally uh, enlisted uh, active duty Air Force. And, uh, you know, that was the, when I was in the Air Force, that was the time of the Monday night war. So, Monday night, we sit there, you know, uh, and we flip back and forth between the channels, myself and my buddies, and uh, then we got smart. We got TV. That way we wouldn't have to flip back and forth. And during commercial breaks, like we sit there and you know we we'd have make the battle royal, just just jacking around,
5: just
1: you know being goofballs. And uh, my buddies were like, Oh, you know what, well, you're pretty good at that. You, you know, give it a try. I'm like, oh, I don't know what to, how to do it. And plus, I'm i uh, <laughs> I'm stuck in the air force. So, uh moved a little bit. When I got out of the Air Force, I went back to the, uh, health club that I was managing before I went in. I started managing it again. And, uh, one Saturday, I was just walking. I was wearing a DX t shirt. And, uh, huh. this, guy,
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this guy approached me and he's like, Oh, so, uh, you know, you're a pretty big guy. I'm like, Thanks. Didn't know what he wanted. Yeah. He's Like yeah. get into wrestling and what? We'll... Uh, what gave you that impression? <laughs> you know, I'm hmm. wearing a
8: t-shirt. Right.
1: <laughs> and
3: uh, yeah. he, uh,
1: he actually uh, was a worker himself, and he was. He, he's like, I wrestle under the name uh, Zebra Kid uh, for WCPW, uh, Windy City Pro Wrestling. And uh a All bunch right. of other places, and he's like, you know, if if you're interested in getting into it, I mean, you're obviously you know in shape, you're obviously some type of an athlete, so I I could get you a tryout. I'm like, that'd be great. <laughs> you know, I didn't think much of it, but then he showed up the next day. He's like, look, I contacted uh, the promoter. Um, and I have you have a tryout state. And, uh, ironically, it was, um, uh, May 23rd of, uh, 99. And, uh, no, 2000. May 23rd, 2000. And, uh, I signed, I, I tried out, they offered me a contract, I signed right there. And, uh, started training at uh WCPW and I had uh, we had found out that my I uh, was a terminal. Uh, and so I reached out to the uh promoter. I was like, hey look, this is what's going on and basically he wasn't uh the nicest about it. He's like, look, well, if you find a contract I'm like yeah, I'm gonna I'm to contact but I'm not a terminal. That you know, is is
2: okay. No. And
1: uh he uh pretty much left bad taste in my mouth uh about you know, if Ed's you in the business is that cold and that not understanding I'm done, you know. I I was done before I started, you know. And uh Yeah. Later, uh, A little bit later on, a mutual friend of mine and uh, one of the co-owners of uh, CCW, um, uh-huh. they uh, introduced me to him. And it took about six months for him to convince me not everybody's like that in the business. You know, come back, right. CCW, and that's pretty much uh, how things started taking off for me uh and i've been wrestling
4: ever <laughs> pretty much that, that that's short, awesome. that, that that's awesome man well, yeah you know it, it's funny you should say that about what happened to you there because I, I i know a buddy of mine uh in in the business that he was getting uh, a, a tryout right and uh uh-huh. <laughs> one of these indie promoters <laughs> he'd worked for the past uh Actually called up the people he was trying out for. He can't work for you because he's on the contract with me. <laughs> oh man, it, it was so messed up. But you know what I mean. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad you know things worked out. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, I, I I'm a big believer that everything happens for a reason, and uh, I don't think uh, I would have as much. If I would
5: have
1: started right then and there. But, you know, he's got to get it all with people. And right. I really think uh, when I got with uh, CCW, I got some really good people. Uh, you know, hey, turn around yourself.
5: Right. So,
1: who uh, hey,
4: Joey, Who is some of your. Uh, uh, favorite people you've, you've been in the ring with thus far?
5: <laughs>
1: the list is long. I mean, there, there's so many people. You know, uh, Lee and Lanny Poffo. I, enjoy, I oh, really wow. enjoyed yeah. being in mm-hmm. the ring with, with him. Catched against him. Uh, Chavo Guerrero. i uh, tagged with wow, nice. that Chavo.
8: Yeah, Chavo's great. Rick
1: Reynolds. Oh, travel's awesome. I mean, he's just yeah, he's a dude who's just so down to earth, like the wolf of knowledge. Uh, you know,
5: oh, he, he's the line,
1: and, I'm sorry.
4: He sure he sure is. Yeah, absolutely. As a matter of fact, no. I, I had my trial match in WCW with Travel Guerrero Jr. Man, I, I couldn't be any happier. <laughs> it,
5: it was great.
1: But sharing yes. the locker room with people. Uh, yeah, Billy Gunn, uh, uh, with
4: oh Billy, James yeah, he's, he's cool,
1: um, right? Just, uh, DDP, um, Marty Gennetti. Mm-hmm. you know, it was it was great mm-hmm. being able to talk Rhino, Rhino, oh, oh
4: Rhino, God. yeah, what a great guy,
5: yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know all this. Oh. Rhino's a little bit Italian. And so
5: right.
1: <laughs> we would sit there, take each other so hungry because we would talk about our favorite places to eat in the Chicagoland area. And ah, uh, oh, nice. <laughs> a, oh, yeah there, it's like I don't want to go out to my mansion because my stomach is uh, talking to me right now. I need to go eat. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um,
3: um, well, what, that, yeah, that's, that's that sounds
4: like Terry. Yeah, that that's a heck of a list, man. You mentioned thus far, man. That's a really good list of I people. Mean, good, good group of guys.
1: That, that's not, you know, to exclude, you know, some of the guys like Rick Reynolds out of Tennessee, um, Shane
5: Morton,
1: mm-hmm. uh, Ricky Morton, uh, you know, and
5: then, you
1: know, my guys, you know, Jimmy Blaze, Eric Freedom, uh, you
5: know,
1: I... I I don't want to say this out loud right now because uh,
5: I'm in a feud with him,
1: but uh, ruthless, uh, ruthless Ramon Godrich. Oh
5: you know, nice. Matt
1: to some of these guys. You know, on, on the indies, that mm-hmm. just, I mean, they could rival anybody that's on TV right. today.
5: I, I know, believe it.
1: I mean, there's so many good good workers out there that, you know, I, yeah, I've been in for 21 years, but I just, I'm just humbled being in the ring with them because it, you know, Jeff Lux and Doctor Jeff, well, that guy,
5: mm-hmm.
1: Rydell, these guys, mm. Scott Spade, they're just, you know, yeah. it. <laughs> I think the best way I know how to describe it is, you know, it's a masochistic ballet, and you're only as good as your dance partner, you know?
4: Yeah, that's so uh, true. <laughs> that's so true, man.
5: That's
4: absolutely, absolutely. Who were some of your inspirations
5: You're
4: um, growing up in the business, man, that inspired you along the way?
1: Well, I mean just like everybody else, the nature boy. I mean, <laughs> how <would> you not? <laughs> I mean, Oh, like
4: man. It. One of the greatest, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I nice. would love to have a match, but I, I would just, I would totally turn into fanboy. <laughs> I'd get what I was doing. I'd be like,
8: <laughs> hey,
1: I mean, not, not like my style is anything like, because it's not. You know, I I couldn't. Right. I bet I'm. I bet I'm not as good as he is on his worst. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. Triple like, H, man, that guy, he called the game for a reason, right? Absolutely. Um, it,
5: it,
1: there's so many. There's plenty, but I mean, if I had to uh,
5: wow. pick three it
1: would be Naked Boy, it'd be HBK, it'd be Wow. I mean, It doesn't get,
5: doesn't get okay. any better than that. <laughs>
1: you know, I, I never, never was fortunate enough to meet Eddie, but Oh, man. You would have
4: loved Eddie, man. Such a great guy, man. I miss him every day.
1: I mean, you know, Chavo and I have talked about him
5: in a a bit. Right. You
1: know, I've been hesitant to even talk to Chavo about him because, let's face it, it's something that you don't want to talk about. You don't want to bring up a story. Sure. You know, so I just kind of let Gavo talk. Man, I, I wish I would have gotten the opportunity. But I mean, talk about it. I mean, uh, I, and I know it's the name, but Crimson mm-hmm. Watt. Yeah, but. But him was incredible. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm not as stoic as been, <laughs> been I'm uh, more of a I'm more of a cut up. <laughs> so I think right. personality I would be a little bit more like a I probably would I probably tell oh, more with <laughs> yeah. but I mean like I said, you know, I, growing up a bunch of fans. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just, I had to,
5: Oh yeah, you know.
1: So, I'm sorry, <laughs> kind of doubled down, right?
4: No, now. There, no, it's quite right. Yeah, it's, that's, that's some of the best ever you just mentioned. I mean, gosh, I mean, who wouldn't wouldn't be inspired by those guys? I mean. The best of their time, you know. Right?
8: When, absolutely. When I was
1: really young, I, I just I was uh, going back and forth with one of my uh, buddies in the business. Uh, you know, the made the people fall or I mean, early on, he was. I was a holster. I wasn't. I wasn't a whole committee. I was not. A lot of people were. I,
5: mm-hmm.
1: I wasn't. I was right. I, I leaned towards. You know, guys like Paul Orndorf. Uh, you
3: know,
1: it Ultimate Warrior. Uh, right I'm all been a deep guy. So uh-huh. you go go you know, why I like Paul Orndorf. But the, mm-hmm. the way that those guys could tell a story, I I think in the uh in the arrest this day at Sorely getting left behind. Right. You know, one of my one of my folks I didn't mention. You know, if I had to pick all time favorite, Chris Jericho is another oh, one. Oh yeah. Still growing
4: mean, strong. <laughs>
1: yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Hey, you know what? God bless you. And yeah, he's one of those guys. He's been at it for thirty going on thirteen years. And he's reinvented himself
5: and succeeded. As
1: things talk about is one of that is not evolving.
5: Right.
4: Yeah, he still looks great.
3: <laughs> Amazing.
1: So, yeah, I I, uh, I guess I kind of. I, I, I hope I answered your question in a long, drawn-out, roundabout way. Sometimes I do oh, uh, I have a tendency to go. You're great, yeah. And- well, that's <laughs> the most I've heard you speak in 20 years. <laughs>
7: that's awesome.
1: Ask me about love, you know?
7: Oh, I know. The first three years that I knew you, all I got was how you doing.
1: <laughs> so tell me, uh,
4: so um, – I, well, I guess that pretty much answers my next question. Was uh, how how long have
7: you and chad been together, working together,
4: in the industry? Oh
7: God, Joey's finally seen the light. I mean, prior to prior to just recently, prior to him signing with me and getting this match with uh, with Greg Anthony down in Mid South, Joey and I stared across mm-hmm. the ring at each other for about ten years. So he he never quite uh, understood where I was coming from, but. Uh huh. He always, he, I think he always admired my tenacity and the fact that I would do anything possible to make sure that my clients won and got paid. Because, I mean, you know, after all, we talk about this as being a great sport that we love, and which it is, but ultimately it's a business. And, you know, you're in the business to make money. And the only way you make that's money right. in this business is by winning and by collecting titles. And that's exactly what we're going down to Tennessee to do. We're not going down to have any particular love of Ripley, Tennessee. Are you kidding me? Ripley and Dyersburg? You know what the best parts about those two towns are? We're staying in Memphis. Jeez. We talk about some backward places. But, you know, we'll give the fans down there a thrill. We'll take Greg's title. We'll make him uh, cry a little bit. And uh, at the end of the day, we'll come home a little bit richer and a little bit heavier in our wallets. So tell you me, know, uh,
4: is there a
1: little-
4: is there a little backstory with you and uh Greg Anthony Joey?
1: I've never met the Actually guy. there's
7: <laughs> not. Actually
4: there's no, no, not this is just a straight up this is a straight up title match.
7: Yep, Greg uh, well here's what happened. Greg put up uh, okay. he put up an yeah, open please. challenge and he okay. put up an open challenge for his unified title and I contacted mm-hmm. him as any good manager would do, any good manager agent would do, and I said, Look, are you serious about putting up your unified title? And all all right. people, you know, we got back to the powers that be over at Mid-South, and they're like, hey, yeah, but uh, we, we're going to defend against another champion. I said, good. Then you can defend against the Italian American Heritage Champion. And we had no problem coming down to Tennessee to challenge you. So we're going to walk into this man's backyard. They've never met each other. They don't have any history together. Straight up old school 1970s, 1980s title match. And, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, we're coming for the man's title. You know, we know Greg Anthony is beloved down in Tennessee. Who cares? We know Greg Anthony's been through a ton in his career. Who cares? We know he's a former NWA three-time national champion. Who cares? He's got something that we want. And we're going to take it. Whether we got to do it the right way whether we got to do it the wrong way, whether we got to cheat, whatever, that title's coming home. Yeah, imagine that.
4: Now, when you
1: say <laughs> that's a matter of perspective. You know, me being a White Sox fan back in the 80s, I don't know if you uh, remember, you kind uh-huh. of coined the phrase Win ugly. winning doesn't always have to be pretty. <laughs> Yeah, right, but winning right. is
7: winning. That's it. So, <laughs> I can
1: stand. But you guys got
7: to, you guys got to remember, if if uh, if I'm anything, I do cast that bella figura. That's my nature. I mean, I can't walk around in a suit that's less than twenty five hundred. I just don't feel right, <laughs> you know. I can't walk around not dressed to the nines, so not looking <laughs> as good as I can possibly look because. It wouldn't be me. And, you know, right. if that offends people, good. I'm glad you're offended because I don't care. You don't affect well, me. <laughs> I've got my money. I've got my contacts. I've got my businesses. So right. ahead, stay offended.
4: To, uh, to quote uh, the the legend himself, which is his birthday, by the way, Jesse the Body Ventura, win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. <laughs>
7: You know, I, I love it. And to quote the famous Bill Lambeer, it's not cheating if you don't get caught. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh goodness gracious. Well you know, um, speaking of birthday straw, I just wanted to good. I just wanted to give a yeah. shout out to my better half, my lovely wife, who is also celebrating her forty sixth birthday today.
4: Oh right, yeah.
7: Yeah, so it's happy, happy birthday, birthday to Amy. It's Amy Day today.
5: Happy, happy birthday, Amy. Now she's
7: shaking her head, plotting my demise.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's awesome.
7: Amy, I mean, happy birthday. Yes,
1: that's, that's the quickest way to get smacked in the head with a frying pan. Why did you mention her age?
7: Bro, I already hid the <laughs> frying pans. What are you, joking? It's all good. I'm way across the other side of the penthouse. It's all good.
1: The ladies well, get a we'll little... Be... At the age, because you know what? Oh. We as men, we get distinguished. They just get older.
7: Oh, oh, wow. wow. You're going to get me killed before we even go to Tennessee. Oh. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it.
4: Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> the, the road to Tennessee yeah. looks rougher by the minute, right?
7: Damn <laughs> yeah, right. The road to the garage looks rougher by the minute.
4: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, well, before we. Uh, Get to the callers and uh mingle with everyone. Uh where uh like for fans that wanna uh keep in touch with you, Joey and of course Chaz, uh where where can they uh find you on social media? As far as me, you can go to uh
1: Facebook, it's Joey Chee Chi. Uh mm-hmm. all one word, Joey Chee Chi, C E C E. Um, okay. and then on, uh, Instagram, it's Joey, the Pitbull Chi-Chi, all one word. Um, that's really the only place you can get me. Chaz, how about you?
7: Nah, oh, for me, it's, uh, Facebook at Chaz Moretti. It's Instagram at real Chaz M number one. And on Twitter, the same way, real Chaz M one. Alright. All
4: right. All right, fans, there, there you have it. We keep in touch with the Pitbull Joey C C and the great Chasma Uh keep in touch and see what they're up to. And with that, um, guys I'm getting ready to unleash the Kraken. So here comes the caller. So are you Uh-oh. guys ready for the call? Here we go. <laughs> I believe well with the first one I, I believe uh this is a familiar voice here, uh Oh no, yeah,
7: so
6: we're uh, going to H-Burier. go to Ripley or Dyersburg, oh, <laughs> uh, Amy, Joe, I know what you're talking about, huh? I got it under, I got uh, it under control, got it. Amy. Got it under the control. There goes the neighborhood. Hey, look, oh, hey, it's how Joe are you? <laughs> hey, how you doing, huh?
2: <laughs> hey, you guys. Yep. <laughs> there
7: goes the neighborhood. Velvet's here. It's the amazing That's Velvet.
2: That's right. Everyone. Welcome back, brother. No, no, how you doing,
7: no, man? I am we
4: doing well. We were just well. talking about um, the inter, the Pro Wrestling interviews. Uh, show you guys had yeah,
6: um, it, was, it, was Joe, he oh, yeah it
7: was a good show oh yeah it was good times
6: good show and uh, he got his word out there so you know we you know, it, we're getting more and more followers because we were, we're on you know AM and FM and we're getting ready to hit another one so we're getting there
4: that's great that up boy so
6: that's yeah it, it was a good interview he did a good job he, you know he did a good job here. You know this is you know nobody can compete with you. You're the maestro. (laughs) You're the crow, baby. Stop it.
2: Stop it. If you
6: wheel, I got some smoke blowing to do. If you make it, I Uh, gotta blow that smoke, baby. (laughs) It's it's,
4: it's, 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 uh, it's always a pleasure, man. Really, I mean, oh no,
6: you you listen. You're the real deal, bro. You're the real deal. Uh, So yeah, I mean, you have. Uh, By the way, by the way, uh, Belvin,
4: congratulations, man. For inducted into Hall of Fame for EPWA, that, oh, that that's was, really cool. And you know
6: what? It was really, it was really good. It was fun. Uh, Tank was dressed to the nines. He looked great. Uh, nice. I was, as, I was as well. But I mean, Tank stole the show with that. <laughs> but over all in all, it was a good. Th- it was a good thing. So this is not about me, but I appreciate you uh, acknowledging that. So yeah, it's a little
7: Congratulations, baby. Bro.
6: Oh yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks. Absolutely. It was, for me, it was well-deserved and, 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 and a hard thing to do and to, and to get, uh, so yeah. I mean, I yeah. started with UPWA when it first started, when it first opened its doors and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So
2: you That's know, awesome. I would have
6: been as long as Tank at 15 years there. I left at about probably 10 or 11. Wow. You know, he, he sporadically went back, you know, he didn't count all the years. It's probably about 20, to be honest. Well, 16. 16 <laughs> years has been around. I don't know. I think That's Donnie was running before count, that at yeah.
2: You know? Right. I don't yeah. know. Uh, it's bring, hard, yeah, to,
6: it's hard to keep up man. with all of that stuff.
4: Thanks. All right, That's cool. awesome, man. That's really, that's really yeah, cool. Um, well, uh, Joey, uh, you and Chaz, uh, I have someone that would, would love to talk to you more. I mean, he's like a student of the game, if real. Uh, Professor Steve, let's bring him on. Steve, what's no, going bring him on. My uh,
3: uh, I was listening to the interview earlier. Um, uh, Sarah so, uh, touched on it earlier.
7: Uh, hearing some of this, uh, on us, cool hearing about landing file mean, You mentioned earlier. Um, um that's better. Any,
3: uh, I can hardly hear you, bro. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's
7: much better now.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, I was glad to hear uh, him talking earlier about Lenny Fosso and Tyler Guerrero earlier. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah, he's, he's one of those best opponents. Um, so, uh, who was the, the most difficult opponent since we had the best opponents? You don't have to name names, yes. I'm sorry?
7: Oh, this Just should be good. Sorry, Joey, who was yeah. your most <laughs> difficult opponent other than me? Yeah, yeah. Because I was Most a pain difficult. in the rear end, I'd kick you in the gut every chance I got. And that, not talking.
1: Not even give you a <laughs> chance <sad> to speak. <laughs> Let's see, probably opponent would definitely have been Rick Reynolds. Hmm. Rick Reynolds uh, from uh, out of Tennessee. Um, I mean, he's what six. Eight?
7: Six foot eight, I think. Yep. Yeah. Mm.
1: Monster. Over three hundred I mean, let's face it. Anybody that large is gonna give you a hard time. Today. A lot of people don't, yeah. they don't you know walk around and you know what you're thinking. About. You don't a lot of people it's secure weight test uh their arms, their legs when they're that big. So yeah, I I may be able to, you know, press X amount of weight. What X amount of weight. I could that big tip and you know, I, I get get myself to a point where I use it functional. But someone that big, they're using it functionally every day, every second. And plus the man has and he was in the business for 30-plus years, you know. <laughs> Anything I thought about doing, he's done.
5: <laughs> right. Yeah. He, he it's like the,
4: was it's like the old Thunderlip thing from Rocky where Mick Rocky's where? talking to Mick. It's like, uh, who, who's carrying him? And Mick says he's walking.
7: <laughs> oh, most definitely. I mean, Rick's ring name was known as Forsaken. And that was no joke.
8: (laughs) Hey, um,
3: if I may, uh, can you, uh, I don't know if you did earlier, can you talk more about Jimmy Blades? I heard, uh, I read that you were trained by him and also tagged him with uh, times.
1: You want me to talk more about Jimmy Blades?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh jeez. I'm, I'm not yeah, I'm not too familiar, but I, I see that he was an influence <laughs> on you plus the attacking
1: and that's thirty one years in the business as of uh, the what as of what, last weekend, two weekends ago? Thirty one oh, wow. years in the business. Uh, he's mm. been around, he's wrestled a lot of a, a lot of people that I mean. He actually was when uh, at, correct me if I'm wrong, Chad, at, uh uh or C A C umlish yep. asked him to induct them into uh, uh the the DAC Hall of Fame.
7: Yes so, they did.
1: This is this is a guy who's been around uh he he runs Pow Entertainment, POWW uh, P-O-W, Entertainment, mm-hmm. it's the longest running promotion in Illinois, and uh, that's
5: awesome. Yeah,
1: even through the pandemic,
5: yeah. um,
1: still ran. He, you know, he found a way to. You know, we had a run up in uh, Wisconsin, but he mm-hmm. still, you know, it was one of those things. People were locked you know, they were on lockdown, but yet you want to give people something to look forward to. And he was, he was of the mind I'll be damned if I'm gonna stop running and just add to the whole lockdown and people will not being able to do anything. So you know, I, I give him kudos for that and also I mean, we traveled up and down the road together, you know. I, we were we were brothers, you know, in, in the way that you would think of too. And that's why we were able to capture as much as we did, because we knew what the other one was thinking. You know, we
5: knew, you know
1: how some people can finish each other's sentences? Well, we did that, but we did that in the ring. So uh, Terry Allen made Terry Allen. Same thing.
5: Same mm-hmm. thing.
1: Um, you know, we were able to pick up where Jimmy and I left off and captured mm-hmm. both several times because you know, we compliment each other. You know, his strength my weaknesses, my weaknesses were his you know what I mean? So kinda of like the mm-hmm. game of the game.
7: So you know and, and Jimmy also was a uh, is still a very accomplished trainer in bringing in other people into the business and you know in November of 2010 he was smart enough to um to see a, a true talent in the raw and he brought me into the business and so if anybody wants to complain about why Chad Moretti is causing all this trouble you blame Jimmy Blake <laughs>
6: I'm sure he's appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah,
8: right.
3: another question for uh uh-huh. let anybody else take over. Uh can you kinda explain if there's any difference between uh power entertainment and a uh, classic championship wrestling? Uh I saw that there there was a change in two thousand seven, but I was wondering if you could uh Maybe go into some detail about that about the transition between promotions.
1: What was that? Yeah, it was really hard to hear.
3: Sorry. Uh, yeah. The uh, the promotions, uh, Power Entertainment and Classic Championship Wrestling. I'd say that oh, okay. they have the same lineage. Can you explain that the promotion uh, changed?
1: Well, CCW Classic Championship Wrestling started and. Um, you know, it had been going really strong for uh, several years and it had gotten to the point where, uh, you know, I don't know all the, uh, the outs. well, actually I do, but uh, basically one of the owners, uh, the other owner, wanted to step away and he sold Jimmy his half of uh uh, CCW, and in doing that, he figured, you know what? CCW had it today, and that was his and his partner's deal. And he was going to leave legacy deal, and he wanted to start anew. He wanted to start fresh with POW Entertainment. So that's pretty much how POW came about. Um, you know a lot of the guys that was CCW stayed with how, um, and a lot of people have come through and were trained like Rock Crossing. He's been all over the place. Uh, he was he's you know from training at CCW uh, that same Noah Cairo. Uh, the locker room of Skyro um you know next generation paper who eventually became the bad boy Justin Dane um uh, uh he uh uh well he came to how um ruthless uh Ramon Rodriguez uh you know yeah uh, Zach or I mean, Jamie Dundee, uh worked with us quite a bit. from uh, CG13 uh, uh, yeah. with a yeah. Um,
4: had some great matches with those guys, <laughs> man.
7: They're, they're pretty awesome. Uh, God. Jamie's an awesome guy.
1: Oh, Jamie's awesome. He's hilarious. And, you know, anybody <laughs> yeah. who knows Jamie. Knows that voice. You don't even have to see him in the room. Yes. That
2: yes. Voice.
1: Hey. Let go. Let go. Come here. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I used to freak my yeah. wife out. Uh, she He was pregnant. You know. Of course, she'd pass out. I'd come home from wrestling, and uh, just to be, just to be kind of a kind of, <laughs> I would imitate. Jamie's voice right in her ear. Talk about you never saw a pregnant woman up so quick. With <laughs> <Put> the fear <laughs> of God. <in> her. Hey, <laughs> hey, Jim. So, I love, I love Jamie. I love Jamie. I haven't seen him in a while, but I mean, right. but yeah, those guys, Jamie and Wolfie D. Jeez, those guys. Mm-hmm. I think we're underrated. I mean. They sit there and they joke around. They're voted the worst tag team ever in uh, WWE. But <laughs> like, you know what? They're highly under- <laughs> underrated. <laughs>
7: oh, yeah.
4: Oh, by far.
1: I mean, There's nobody
7: what? that could have been worse than the Ding Dongs. Come on. Jeez. <laughs>
1: But oh, it's all man. a matter of but who. It's like ICB yes. was,
4: like, dedicated to the worst tag team. And they, 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 they like, I look at Badge and Honor. Hey, thanks.
1: <laughs> hmm, exactly. Like, yeah, okay. Tag team, okay. But guess what? We were at the dance. We were at the right? dance.
5: That's it. Know? Right.
1: So, I think, you know, I think there's a lot of hating on uh, different, you know, people just like to hate.
5: Whatever yes, you're telling do. me, oh yeah, yes, you're do.
7: telling me. Let, let me think back to a year ago and the cancel Chaz movement. Yeah, right. That's really going to happen. See you later.
6: <laughs>
1: well, you
7: know, if
6: you were managing the Thunderfoots, you might have been, you know. Thunderfoot, <laughs> there's someone that that's
5: right through. Thunderfoot, Fall
6: oh man, love Ligon. it, love it, Thunderfoot, Gene Ligan, baby, yep. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And Joel Deaton. Yeah. Um,
7: I had the pleasure of sitting with Joel at the last CAC uh, reunion at the banquet dinner. And Joel, the stories he was telling are just amazing. (laughs) This was before he got
5: sick. As
1: much as I love being in the ring, a lot of people don't understand it's the stuff that happens outside the ring, on the road, you know, oh, behind yeah. the curtain. Right. And, I mean, growing up, always being an athlete, being part of a team and, this, you know, being in the military, which is a team, you know, a family, mm-hmm. a brotherhood. I, I like a lot of people, they don't get it when I refer to the locker room as the land of the misfit toys, you know, <laughs> yeah. because it's, it's None of us actually ever really fit in anywhere but we fit in there. You
6: know, Exactly.
1: You run exactly. away. Absolutely.
5: <laughs> but
1: like I said, uh, you know, the other the other on the other uh podcast, you know, I've met some of the greatest people that I know in the business. I've met a lot of creeps, but I've also met mm-hmm. some of the greatest people I know. Um, You know, my wedding party was basically a
5: bunch
1: of uh, <laughs> and that was a life music. because you know when when she and I got together, she was always a fan of wrestling, but you know she was never around it. She only, you know, watched it on TV or whatnot. But then when she got, right. babies, and, you know, let's face it, we're all a bunch of, you know, teenage boys in <laughs> grown-up bodies. You know, we're just a bunch of guys we,
4: we, we never grew up.
1: <laughs>
4: I'm still kidding. Why, I refuse to grow I'm up.
7: Born. Growing up is
6: boring. Yeah. Exactly, and it sucks.
1: He <laughs> <laughs> had it
5: right. It does <laughs> Songs.
1: This whole adulting thing is for the. Yes,
5: person. thank you.
6: Thank you. It <laughs> is. You ain't lying. Jeez, Manetti. <laughs> I just <laughs> want to go back to the front row yelling at Regal <laughs> and him coming uh, over trying to
1: slap me. I, that, I, I want that. <laughs> you know, I would give anything to go back. I was thinking about that earlier today. I would give anything to be able to go back to like my old. 13-year-old self and just be that fan again and just – I mean, just watch the great – you know, I, 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 yeah, I would – yeah, I would end up telling it. Let's say, We all
5: saw it. Oh, yeah. But, I you mean, here, you saying? guys have
1: I,
7: seen yeah. the Men in Black, right? You saw the Men in yeah. Black movies. You saw the third one where they went back and saw the, the 69 Mets playing – at an empty Shea Stadium. <laughs> yeah. What I wouldn't give to go back. <laughs> yeah. What I wouldn't give to go back to September 28th, 1985, at Old Comiskey Park and watch Super Clash One all over again. I was seventh oh, row inside yeah. for that show, and I would love to go back and see that show again.
8: What that was card, one of the man. best.
7: Oh my God. I mean, it was it was 62 degrees. It dropped down into the 50s. And we were out there for four hours, and the show started at eight o'clock. It was awesome.
5: <laughs>
7: <laughs>
1: um, oh, that! A lot of promoters don't use their heads. What are you doing doing an outdoor show that time of the year in Chicago? <laughs>
8: and they drew twenty five thousand. Right.
1: <laughs> you exactly <laughs> twenty five thousand. Yeah, get snow at that time of the year. You know what? <laughs> like, um, I, and the
7: main yes. you like, want to laugh. The main event was Rick Flair and Magnum TA. And they went yeah. fifty-two minutes to a finish. <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: fifty-two and, uh, minutes uh, I to a
7: small to, package.
1: And see, that's what I'm talking about. They knew how to tell a story because you were engaged from beginning to end. Yep. You know, nowadays <laughs> you're not going to you're not gonna be able to see something like that.
7: No. You know? Are like, you kidding me? Those these if, kids if will kill each watch, other for fifty-two minutes. If, they won't be able to handle it. All right. If you star. watch
6: Wednesday night, if you watch Wednesday night, every match had the same spot in it, almost at the same exact time at each match.
7: <laughs> so yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. like,
6: "Okay, this is yeah, it's the video game
7: spot." Yeah, I'm like, "What the heck?" It's, man? it's the video game spot. But
6: I'll,
5: I'll tell, tell you I who
7: would have been up- able to hang back in the date, old velvet. One kid would have been able to hang back in a day, and that's Friedman. Friedman oh, yeah. has MDF? got it upstairs, downstairs. And downstairs. He knows oh, what yeah. he's doing. That kid would have been big in the 80s. Yes, he would. Oh, gosh, yes.
6: Yes, he would.
1: You know uh, what? I have to take him. I seriously think that because he's not your typical worker from nowadays. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. He's a throwback. Oh, yeah, most mm-hmm.
5: definitely.
7: I mean, he's almost
1: he's hyperesque
6: esque if you listen to him. Right. Oh, yeah.
7: I mean, and like him, you know, in here, like him or not, agree with Jimmy Cornette or not, you got to give Kenny Omega his due. Kenny Omega has yeah. been dealt a pretty crappy deck of cards in his career, and he's made the most out of it. And he's
6: still got a bad deal right now. He's got a bad hand right now. <laughs> I, I,
3: oh I, yeah. I never I I've never seen Kenny have one bad match. But I don't I don't get why his a- he, Anybody
7: that can, anybody apology. that could put over a blow up doll is all right with me.
3: <laughs>
7: <laughs> you want to talk about having a good match oh, with a boomer, that was it. Exactly.
4: Uh, exactly. Uh, you know, you know, but you, you was talking about uh, Riggle earlier. I, I saw the vignette again of when he was trying to refine oh, yeah. uh, Bobby, Bobby Eaton into the blue, oh, that the blue so blood. Oh, my was so good. Oh, my so God. Come Come you guys I gotta, haven't seen, it's classic. I'm such, um, I, a have classic a picture,
6: I have a picture of that here locally, him tagging with Bobby as the blue blood. I came across that picture, and I came across the Dave Sullivan DDP match as well. Oh, Evad. (laughs) Evad, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He had the Hogan boots on and everything, baby. He was happy.
3: (laughs) Oh, that's awesome.
6: (laughs) Yeah, I happened to come. We had uh, sent some pictures off to get put on flash drive. Forgot about them. They came back, and I'm looking at the pictures going, Oh, I remember that.
8: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. You mentioned. You mentioned EVAD. It didn't. It, I hadn't thought about that when I was looking into the Dungeons and Doom and, and hearing about the EVAD stuff. I wasn't familiar with. Um, it seems like WWE's Eugene was kind of similar in that it was like a super fan character with a mental disability, the huge Hulk Hogan <laughs> fan.
5: You can't say kind that of today,
7: and a boy, Steve, you're going to get us all a social media ban for about 30 days. That's awesome.
6: Right?
3: Yeah. <laughs>
6: he's specially challenged. No, I,
3: I love, no, I like, I like, Nick, I'm, I'm a fan of Nick Densmore. I, I think he's underrated, nope. but it's just it's just interesting how Eugene and Evad were kind of I
4: thought. That's going to be the next heel faction, the Social Justice Society.
7: Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> be, I mean, I know we haven't seen Stevie that, Richards in a while, but, but say it that, ain't so. That'd
1: be that'd
2: be like the evolution oh, of
1: right and That'd
4: be like the evolution of right and You're so
6: good. Yeah. I love that. I love that. See, whatever, we just
7: call him the DNC.
5: Ah, stop it! <laughs> and, stop and the leader
4: it. could be the the leader could oh, be Karen could be oh. the leader of the
7: SJW.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
7: that'd be awesome. Wow, boy, we we've gone off the off the trail, haven't we? we yeah. least held so on that We knew Karen there at
3: one
6: point. Yeah. Can, can you imagine? I mean, we, the Karen, the we can get Karen. Um, we can get Karen. For the uh, Former Karen Angle. <laughs> I, want be, Karen <laughs> I want a Karen
4: shirt. I want a Karen shirt. SJW warrior. Right. Karen shirt. Yeah. <laughs>
7: that'd be amazing. Oh, uh, dude! I had that happen today. I was going to I was running an errand and I was pulling up into a an elevated uh parking area and there was some Karen out there walking quickly and so I made my turn to go up the uh to go up the ramp and she kept walking even faster and then I hear this this wild screech Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So what did I do? I held on the window. Yes, I'm kidding you. You're an idiot. Bye. <laughs>
4: They get have the tag team, make the click right, called the Snowflakes. It'd be
5: tremendous. Oh, I love it! God, I love it. I they get it. in the
7: ring and they refuse to wrestle because they're offended. <laughs> I love it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, now that's heat. <laughs>
7: that's oh, heel heat there, boy. They'll get <laughs> in the ring. I'm not wrestling. I'm offended. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. They have to make that happen.
6: You know what? Somebody's going to steal that from this show. Watch. And we'll see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You watch. it will be on TV somewhere next week somewhere. That's as bad as Molly Holly. That's as bad as Molly Holly moving to Charleston, went to a local show, and... <laughs> Saw a move, and the next day she did that on on Monday Night Raw. The next night, I was like, "Ain't that some crap?"
2: <laughs> no joke, dude. <sighs>
6: and the guy called no him, goes, "Did you see Molly Holly do my move?" I went, "Yep." She knew her. To, she knew Ain't how to your your that. your move finish, no more, brother. No. I said, at least she knows how to hit the finish. (laughs) She got (laughs) mad.
7: Yeah, but now it's ain't your move no more, bro. She put it on TV. It's hers now. You know what, Molly? So
2: underrated.
1: She was like one of my favorites.
7: So good, Oh,
1: absolutely. Very underrated.
6: Very underrated. But you know what? She enjoyed wrestling, but she was more about her faith than, than pro wrestling. Uh, because yeah. that showed yeah. that she lived here. So, and then when she moved back to Minnesota, you know, she kind of disappeared. You know, she kind of she did. She showed up here and there, you know, after her contract ran out. But you know, that last one. But she's such a great human being. Period. Oh, what a
7: sweetheart. She's just so. like Mickey Williams. Mickey Williams was yeah. the same way. Her, you know, she yeah. decided to choose between her faith and choose between wrestling, and she chose wisely. You know, you don't exactly. see Vicki Williams anymore.
8: Right.
7: But well, you know back what? in the day, she it, was one of the best.
1: Oh, yeah. You talk about, you talk about character, you know. And, you know, it, it, a lot of people, well, you got to question their character when they talk about their convictions and whatnot. But, you know, it's should to see someone standing up for their convictions. And you got to do what's important to you.
7: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But you want to talk about character? Oh, yeah. it was kind of funny. Joy remembers this. I used to own a car dealership back in the early 2000s to mid 2000s, oh, and so man. I showed up I, at I the. I can imagine
4: jazz running the car lot. <laughs> that was yeah, awesome. I
7: it. How no, you I own own the I No, I owned a sob dealership. No, I was away. actually very nice. To I had a <laughs> okay. I had a deal with tree hunters. <laughs> I owned Sobs. So anyway, I drove a convertible <laughs> oh. up to one of the shows at Box Lake. Nice. <laughs> And we're in Fox Lake going Lake, I drive the convertible up to one of the shows, and sure enough, there's one of the um, 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 the fanboys, one of the smart marks, and he sees the dealer plate on her. He goes, oh, Chaz, I didn't know you worked for a car dealership. I said, work for? I own the dealership, moron. Have a nice day.
5: <laughs>
7: because I thought it was a gimmick. I don't know, ain't a gimmick in my wallet. <laughs> right,
5: <laughs> I love it.
7: <laughs> give me a, a wall. That's great.
6: <laughs> uh, it is. Do you know
7: uh, they, they saw the dealer It was just funny. They saw the dealer play and they thought they were going to outsmart me. Yeah, not happening. Thanks a lot.
6: <laughs> nope, they surely were not. Yep. Oh god!
7: But you well, know, I, you talk about wrestling I, between the between the time. old days and now. Yeah, and we talk about wrestling between the old days and now, and, you know, were there similarities? Yeah, there were similarities. Were there huge differences? Of course there were, but it it still doesn't change the fact that um, we would tune in week in and week out to see what happens. I mean, you look at it now, and and it's disheartening because you've got these armchair quarterbacks or armchair bookers that are uh, criticizing everything they see on television, but they're still walking around with Replica title belts. They're still buying T-shirts and merchandise like it's going out of style. They're still watching every right. pay-per-view per- that's presented, and it gets to the point where you know what you already you, you already know that pay-per-view goes off on Sunday. On Monday, they're going to take the social media and try to make themselves look smarter than they actually are. I mean, I don't know. At least for me, I've and gotten desensitized to it. It's like whatever. And they forget. Yeah,
4: they forget. They forget they're the ones getting paid. They, they're not. So. <laughs>
7: exactly. Yeah. I mean, here they're going to complain. Vince did this and Vince did that. And what's the old man well, thinking? Get... The old man don't care. He just got millions yeah. off the buys on pay per view. Have a nice pay.
6: Yeah, he oh, don't yeah. care. Yeah, right? He don't care about you. Exactly.
7: None of Because you'll be back
4: next uh, month, like it or not.
6: Exactly. Exactly.
4: You know, and they talk moon about, about, about the, it? Cuts, the, cuts, the cuts and everything, man. But they're. They're making the most profitable year ever right now, <laughs> WWE.
7: Yeah. There's a bunch of happy stockholders, believe me. Oh, yeah. You know, and One of the things i got to give credit to Pro Wrestling Mid-South for is they are a promotion that honors the tradition of Mid-South and Mid-Southern and Memphis wrestling. I mean, their tickets are 5 bucks a apiece for general admission, for God's sake.
6: Yeah, that's awesome. They,
7: You know, they that run weekly in Ripley, weekly in Dyersburg. They're going to start running weekly in Memphis itself. You know, and oh, that's good. there's where I saw opportunity for Joey. I said, so we go in there. This guy doesn't know us. We go in there. We beat him. We take his title. Now you've got all kinds of opportunities to defend in Memphis, to defend all over Tennessee, to bring that title back home and defend yep. it up here because we're not yep. afraid of anybody. You know but that's how it was uh-huh. back in the old days. You 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 had a guy. You know this from from Gorgeous George's days. You'd go into a territory and you'd establish yourself and you'd win that title and you would get a shot at the world title. And before you know it, you're in front of forty thousand people in an outdoor arena and you're drawing you're drawing what a million and a half gate in the nineteen fifties. That's unheard of oh, these yeah. days.
5: Uh-huh.
7: I mean, a million and a half ba- a million and a half back then. It is about twenty and a half million dollar gate right now, and that was without pay per view. That was without any type of TV. You're lucky at one point that they would do closed circuit, maybe, but otherwise yeah, that that was, was, you show that up was before you, before you, the or you're never there.
4: Before social media and yeah. all that. Yeah.
7: Yeah, I mean, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was when our great sport was our great sport, and it lasted. In my opinion, it lasted till about. Tell about the advent of the internet. I mean once the internet came about it was uh the territories were pretty much dead. Only because of the fact yeah. that territories relied so much on limited information to keep the intrigue going and you know but that was what it was, you know.
4: Good 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 times, man. You know, I, yeah, I I gotta admit, though, I gotta give it to A and W though. The Since they've had uh live crowds, man, it's brought, crowds, so, much brought so much energy. So much energy, yeah. man. Uh, and uh, Cora, really uh cool see. yeah,
3: I'm really happy uh that you know, they could be crowds again and uh Tommy Ann could debut uh with full crowds. Um I wanna do you think uh, WWE will improve uh, this week given that they're going to start doing fan uh, shows now and not Thunderdome shows?
7: What do you guys think? I'll let the panel go. Go ahead, guys.
8: <laughs>
7: Joey, what do you think?
1: About now how they're going to do now that they're have now they going to have crowds?
3: Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Yeah.
1: that Thunderdome uh, venue. Well, you know, I I think we'll pick back up because you know, one, people have been locked down, so, you know, cut out so long that they want to go see they want they want to go see live wrestling, and they want to go see that pageantry that comes along with uh, WWE, you know. So you're gonna have these fans. Do so I think that? I mean, it was a smart move for them to do the show, uh If for nothing, for if for no other reason for the wrestlers, for their sake, because there's nothing here than you know, trying to have the same uh, that you would have with people there, with no one. You know what I mean? So it, I think. I think they're gonna do. Uh, I think in the beginning, then it it will drop off. I mean, I, I have, I mean, I I do it on some people an armchair wizard as well, and you know, say I have a
5: problem with them.
1: they writers, they're creative teams, they're you know, but screw them up. You know what I mean? Uh, I just hope that. We have a radio playing show that's singing. Entertain the crowd to tell like stories. Like I said earlier, I think that's been uh, Yeah, so. yeah it'll, it'll be interesting think, to see if there's how long a Honeyman period lasts. Uh, they've had uh, fans of NXT, but uh, it'll be
3: interesting to see them outside the NXT audience.
6: I think, I think they're in the hot seat. It could go fifty-fifty. Uh, they've had yeah. the best year so far, uh, not being in crowds. Well, guess what? Yeah, I I agree with Joey a little bit. It'll be a peak early because of merchandise sales. The merchandise sales will probably pick up tremendously in the first month to two months. Then you'll see it tro- probably drop off a little bit. But my, I'm, what I'm getting at is this. They don't need to worry about what AEW's doing. They need to worry about their own product. Go out and
8: do what they're supposed to
6: do in front of a live crowd. You're going to lose some folks and you're going to gain some folks. Because once you hit the road, a lot of people have been spoiled staying home and being in, you know, in Florida. And now they got to go out on the road again. You never know. So it could be a 50 50 thing with them. So. You know, they they need to they need to up their uh, what do you call it Uh, their match schemes and their build up to certain matches because sometimes they just throw people together and you go where was the build up there was no build up so
1: absolutely I I wholeheartedly with that so
6: they need to up their game a little bit and uh, because when you're on the road the pressure's on. You know, pressure's on. Because now you're not sitting at home, you're moving around. And they'll be going back to working five nights a week. So, we'll see.
7: You know, one thing that bothers me a little bit about the way our business has evolved is that we're all, whether fan, worker, manager, promoter, whatever, we're all talking about what goes on in our sport now in terms of overall production value, in terms of how it's staged, build-up, X and such. I think we've done ourselves a great disservice in exposing the veil and breaking the fourth wall, because deep down, I mean, it's still a combat sport for titles and championships. And if it's not about that, what is it about? I mean, it's about who can put on the best looking Ringling Brothers Circus. I mean, to me, that's that's the sad part. You know, if people well, you you know, Chaz, you got to evolve with the business, or or you're going to be left behind. Great, leave me behind, because I liked it better when I when I didn't know
5: who the champion yeah. was going to be, or,
7: or the champion wasn't determined by. Uh, Well, you know, the majority of the fans think this guy should be champion. No, they won it and lost in the ring. And, I mean, I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to reverse the fourth wall. This match that Joey has with Greg Anthony is a straight-up wrestling match. There will be no predetermined winner, no angle, no storyline. You're going to have two guys step into the ring, and they're going to lock it up. One guy is going to walk out with two belts. The other guy's not, you know who that's going to be, and it's, uh, that's that's going to be determined in the ring, where it should be. You know, am I going to so be it, there it, and and do what I can? Yeah, I'm going to do what I can. Damn right I am. I got money invested in this, but you know, I, I don't know. Maybe so the it, old codger in me. I, I get a little sick of. Uh, <laughs> I just get a little no, sick of hearing about.
8: Productions,
4: there, you know? It's, it's,
7: it's,
8: well, that's all WWE is a production.
4: Is there, one championship, is there one championship on the line here? Is, is most belts on the line or just one? For this upcoming uh, title match,
8: yeah. is it just one? Yeah, I mean, that's
7: uh, uh, my take on it all. I mean,
4: just...
5: just.
4: Yes, it's is there one championship on the line or, or both championships up on the line?
7: Uh, there's both championships on the line. We got the match by putting up the, the Italian American Heritage title. It's title. No, it's it's oh, title so, versus so title. Both
4: championships up, title versus title.
7: Okay.
5: Okay.
7: You know, I had to put up my I had to put up our title to get a shot at his title. All right. So the one's going to walk out with both
4: championships.
7: That's correct. All right, that's correct. And you know, being a betting man, if they want to, if uh, if the powers that be over at Mid South or if Greg wants to put a little money on this, I'll be more than happy to cover his action.
5: Cover
7: his action. There you go. All right, uh, that's, it, right. It's, that's red it's hot. Not to, it's not to say that <laughs> it's. Again, I'm I'm not trying to down what's going on right now. It's not to say that um that things weren't, you know, things back in the 50s and 60s and 70s, you know, there wasn't that uh that level of predeterminism that exists now. Of course there was. People just didn't know about it. You know, they they kind of knew but they didn't know. And and that was the draw. Now I feel like they're just they're going there for the lights and the production and the pyro and and the wrestling's left to last and I, I don't like that.
6: I don't either, but WWE's all about production.
7: Oh absolutely. It's
6: all
1: about light tiny package. Yep.
7: Yep. No, I get it.
1: I mean uh,
3: can I interject?
6: Sure, why not? <laughs> okay.
3: I gotta, gotta watch, Steve. Ready. Go for it. I got an unrelated Go question, for it, but uh, Stroh or anybody on this panel, did you ever work with any of the Graham family, Billy Graham, uh, Dr. Jerry, Eddie?
4: Uh, my, I, my, I did with Mike, Mike Graham.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right.
4: Yeah, because, yeah, um, well, Mike, Mike Graham and Steve Curran were of one of my early inspirations when they were teaming down in Florida. They were a hell of a team. They were a former Florida Tag Team Champions down that way, NWA Florida Champions. Oh, that's
3: right. i might yeah, have, have to look them up, but um, I was just wondering because I've been watching interviews. And it feels like it feels like Doctor Jerry doesn't get enough uh, attention, even though he even he, though know, he does have a legacy. It's like I'm wondering if it's because Billy Graham became such a huge star. And then, of course, you had Eddie Graham down south.
7: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, a little little known fact about Dr. Jerry Graham and his purple Cadillac is that um, his side passenger <laughs> and hanger on and and uh, <laughs> disciple, if you will, was a very young Vincent Kennedy McMahon. So I think I think Dr. Jerry Graham gets a lot of credit for teaching Vince Jr. the business. You know, Vincene mm-hmm. was out negotiating and making sure buildings were running, and, you know, where's Vinny hanging out with? He's hanging out with Dr. Jerry Graham.
3: Yeah, I heard that Jerry was a big influence on that, so it's just... Like, I, I'm sure he's in the Hall of Fame, but it's, just, it's interesting that you don't hear a lot about him, other than, you know, just interviews, and... Um,
5: yeah. It,
3: it is... Uh, interesting uh persona performer um, i I just didn't sometimes like i kind of I didn't realize how big the Graham family was like you hear about all these wrestling families and <laughs> I forget there's all these Grahams
5: well, she could to
7: talk about this more than i can, but look at what Eddie Graham accomplished down in Florida. I mean oh, the yeah, Super yeah. Bowl of wrestling, title versus title matches, superstar Billy Graham and Harley Race. Rick Flair and Rick Martel. I mean, those were all Eddie Graham productions. I mean, I think the guy was a genius.
6: The talent pool he had back then was amazing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He had the best of best of every everybody.
5: Mm-hmm.
7: And you know he gave his he, he gave, gave his talent he gave his talent the the go ahead and the green light to be as creative as they wanted to be, as we talked about last week. Without Eddie Graham, you don't get a Dungeon of Doom. You don't get a Kevin Sullivan. Because nope. where do they begin all that? They began all that down in Florida. Yeah.
4: Absolutely. The whole Wyndham family. Black Jack, yeah. Candle, yeah. Barry.
7: Yeah. I mean, that's where Dusty Rhodes turned babyface face, was in Florida.
3: Oh, um. Yeah. Uh,. Changing the subject again. Uh oh, Star, did you um, did you talk about Paul Rondorf earlier? And do you
4: have the, do you have any
3: memories of Paul Rondorf working with him? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I did a ten bell
4: salute to um, him earlier in the show. Um, oh, yeah. Paul Paul was great, man. Well, I'll I'll, I'll give one funny story actually um, <laughs> that Paul was involved in. I was flying up to Atlanta to get ready, getting go to power plant to get right from my. Uh, Debut as the maestro for WCW right now, and I'm flying in the plane right, and Big Reese, Giant Reese right, was sitting next to me right, and he's squishing me like I'm next to the window right, and he's squishing me and <laughs> hits the seat and laughing, the whole time, and I'm like, oh god, man, uh, just you wait, right, I'm, <laughs> and he's laughing, you know, so we we get to Atlanta the power plant, and we um, we're working out when we we doing a drill we called kicking drills where we yeah, you know, so we can practice our kicks and help our cardio, right? So it it's the kick and do ordeal or where a guy gets on bottom, the other guy gets on top, and when the guy says go, the other guy starts to kick and the guy around the ring, right? So it was my turn to kick Big Reese when he was down, right? So they said go and uh I I just kept kicking <laughs> Reese. I wouldn't stop kicking him, right? I wouldn't let him up. You, I blew him up. Did he you was like, him I had
5: a <laughs> uh, and all,
4: all I could think of was a damn plane ride, him squishing my ass against the windows right?
5: <laughs> Oh, and, I would have got and, him in the stones Paul, for
4: that. Oh, yeah. And he was like laid out, man. I could, they, had to pull, they had to pull me off of him, seriously.
7: And uh, Paul, Bro, I would have got him in the stones.
4: Paul I had to make that sure going
7: felt it. And yep. Mr.
4: Wonderful, following he was corksing so bad, he he took me to his office, right? <laughs> and, and he was trying not to laugh. He said he corksing so bad, and uh, he just showed us not too long ago uh, a match of him and Hogan, where he was pretty much doing the same thing to Hogan and blowing up Hogan right and left, just stomping the mudhole <laughs> in Hogan, right? And, and he and he's looking at me, right? He said, "You know what? You used to think I was crazy, but you're a maniac." <laughs> He <laughs> <We> started
5: laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's funny.
4: funny. I didn't mean to be a jerk, but all I can think of that damn play run him squishing the hell out
7: of me
5: <laughs> all the way up here. <laughs> ah, ah.
7: Yeah, God, when, when Orndorff I mean. challenged Hogan in that program that they ran after Orndorff turned on Hogan, we were in Rosemont. We were sitting along the aisle, and I guess that Orndorff and Hogan had wrestled earlier in the day, I don't know where it was, but they wrestled in the afternoon and they flew into Chicago for a cage match as the main event. And um Heenan was managing Orndorff, and, and Hogan came out on top and Heenan and Orndorff both had color. And, you know, being fans and being stupid to to what the inner workings of the business are, we hear Orndorff tell Heenan as they are walking down the aisle, he goes, I don't care what they say, I'm getting paid for two shows tonight. <laughs> And that just, <laughs> we sat there going, what? You only went, you only had this match. You know, this is one match. And we didn't, we didn't, because you didn't have the internet back then. You didn't know that he worked right. in the an afternoon show at some other place in the country, blew in his gear to work Chicago at 9 o'clock at night, and then was mm. worried about whether or not they were going to get paid for both shows. <laughs> wow. You know, you know um, God loves him. Testament to his cardio yeah. because he worked, uh, him and Hogan both. Oh, I mean, him, they worked he together. Yeah. yeah, they worked together in the afternoon and went and did, what, 35 minutes in the cage that night mm-hmm. with a two hour right. break in between? God bless.
4: You, you know, a, a match that he, some series of matches he had that don't get enough credit. Uh, that I, I used to watch back when I was with him and smoking about wrestling with the matches that he had, uh, Ronnie Garvin. They were so good, man. Solid yeah. and believable. Yeah. Believable. And, um, I mean, just two 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 pros going at it, man. Orndorff and Garvin, man. It was a, it was a pleasure to watch, man, really.
7: I mean, there's no disrespect to Roddy Piper, but when, as a fan back in the mid-'80s, I never expected Piper to beat Hogan for the title but you were always a little worried that Orndorff might. Oh, yeah. And that's just the difference in the two guys. Oh, yeah.
5: Great,
4: great, great. Had, One of all-time greats, man.
3: Yeah, I, had, I heard that the Hogan feared that Paul was a uh, big mis- business at the time. It was like their biggest... Uh, how has, so
7: has uh rivalry. Yeah. Yeah, Good definitely. Stuff. Definitely. It's hard to believe that Hogan's first first six WrestleMania opponents are all deceased now. Oh,
4: unreal man.
3: family are gone.
4: Yeah. i gone. i like the only few left left, left living now are the like Bar- Barbarian and Haku.
7: Yeah. yeah, Terry Taylor and and uh, the Brooklyn I Brawler. I think they're the only ones That's left. Right. You know, but they were yeah. a later incarnation. The original Heenan family from '83 uh, to '85 in, in WWF, but they're all gone. Oh yeah. Yes, they are. You, you guys got any
4: um, plugs that you guys like to uh, give shout-outs or whatever? I mean, now's the time, man. Floor's yours. Do your thing.
6: Uh, I'll go. Pro Wrestling Interviews interviewing Thomas Simpson this Sunday night. He's uh, the co-owner of Omega Championship Wrestling or Omega Wrestling that he (laughs) created with the Hardy Boys. Thomas Simpson. Oh, wow. So Uh. we're going to have Thomas on. controversial, but hey, we're going to have him on. I don't care. Everybody's like, I shouldn't have him. I said, why? Let the man speak. (laughs) You don't got to listen to it. (laughs) I pulled one of Chaz's Oh, line. that's super man. You either come on or don't come on. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Chaz oh, is rubbing man. off on me. I don't give a damn. Go ahead. Yeah. So 9 o'clock Sunday night, right. we have Thomas Simpson, and uh, I'm sure we're right. going to talk about the Hardys and uh, uh, Sugar Shane Helms. Oh, I'm sorry. The Hurricane. I know we're going to mention him because he was a part of that, that uh, mess, too, so. Yeah, the whole it's, gonna right? yeah okay. it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting to say the least. <laughs> so yeah, nine o'clock oh, Sunday night. That's what I got.
4: Awesome. awesome.
7: Joey, go ahead.
1: Basically, uh, the only thing I have to plug is our matches coming up in uh, Tennessee. Uh, next week Ripley, Tennessee Dyersburg, Tennessee
5: Going to be walking
1: out with two uh, titles Yes and, uh, It's
6: going to be awesome
1: And then uh, I wrestle back up here In uh, Illinois On the 7th of August Against uh, Ramon. And the Bad Ombre Cartel. Um, cool. Bad Ombre Cartel. That's uh, Ruthless uh, Ramon Rodriguez and Xavier DePau, and Jimmy uh, Nova. They're going to come to my side.
7: Yeah, and if you stack them so, all up, one on top of the other, they reach 6'1. I one. <laughs> <laughs>
5: love
1: it.
6: There you go, buddy.
5: Oh, man.
1: Nice. I was back when I was uh, in Washington, D.C. about how I was ducking them. And, uh, well, you know what? I'm back now. I'm back now. That's
6: right. That's right. (laughs) I'm
1: like, I'm sorry, I was doing something more than beating the crap out of you, Jagalones. (laughs)
6: <laughs> Love it. Love
1: awesome. it. Eye, there you go, the kids. That's Keep right. Always. Coming up. always.
7: Uh, my right plugs inside. and shout-outs are real simple. I do want to wish a very happy birthday again to my wife, Amy. And she puts up you with my nonsense.
5: Yeah. I have already done <laughs> it. Just stop
2: that. Um,
7: I also want to give a plug out to this great podcast, WCW Retro with the Stroh. This is definitely a this is definitely a must-listen and must-call-in oh, show as is Pro Wrestling Interviews. Um, Thank you. you know, uh, I want to give Steve props. Hey, Steve, how's judo class? Was it what you thought it was going to be or was it a little more, more difficult? And you can answer that probably on a later show if you don't want to answer it now. But those are my shouts and, and plugs for for this week. Just, uh, you know, go do what you do, be good to each other, and don't get in my way because I don't care what you think. See, there it is.
1: <laughs> One more thing. I want to thank way. you for having me out. I want to thank you for the opportunity to come on to the show and um, talk about some stuff. So thank you. I appreciate mean, it. Man. Oh, yes. Oh, my, our
4: pleasure, man. All, all the best to you, and uh, please come back anytime you want, man. Yeah. Pleasure having you on. Um. Thank you so much, uh, uh, Professor Steve.
3: Got professor plug, Steve, brother. Got plug, brother. Uh, uh you can uh, reach me at as as on online. Uh, am yeah, glad I could talk wrestling and. Uh, uh, Taz, I've been doing a Jitsu but I, I can Oh, hope they're going to at some point. Uh, I know, uh, carrying Christ, you guys, you know, so did Ron Rossi, but, um, it's Sinister you uh, <laughs> uh Sinister's uh, really experienced in, in, in the judicies around so he kind of gave me the itch, but, um, yeah, thanks for having me on and, and, and talking to Russell and, uh, getting the with
4: uh, uh, Joey Chichi again was a uh, pleasure as well. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, That's guys. Awesome. You, guys so, you guys so make the show. Uh, come back anytime. I mean, you guys are awesome. And and listeners are listening, please catch the archives if you haven't already of tonight's show. Go to vocnation.com and look for WCW Retro in today's date, 7-15-2021. Um, next week, uh, we're going to just be discussing the monday night wars between w w e and w c w so uh that would be a pretty hot topic to dive into next week so I'm looking forward to that um but with that uh thank you guys have an awesome week and weekend and we'll close it out with some bad street u s a See you guys next thursday thank you
7: good
1: night thank you.
2: Yeah.